You are listening to The Good News with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com. Now, here's Angie Austin with The Good News. Hello, friend. It is Angie Austin with The Good News. Eric Raymer is here and Barbara Brooks and The Good News team also. Producer Dave as well. Hello to all of you. Hey, hey. And hello to you listening. All right, so I just want to start talking about something we talked about um, before the show started that I think is a really interesting thing, a phenomenon that's come about, and particularly in the last few years, um, the side hustle. And a lot of people are doing the side hustle. Yeah. And now with the Internet, and there's like this one young boy that does this drop shipment website where you know he finds the hot things that kids are into, and then he doesn't even ship them. Another company ships them, and the, oh, wow. the kid's making like a million a year. What? And then a lot of these young people, they have YouTube channels, and then they uh, represent products. And a lot of these YouTubers are like millionaires. One of my friends oh, yes, who goes are. on the junkets for the movies, yep. I said, well, who's there with you? Did so-and-so go? She goes, you know, there's a lot of YouTubers here on this yeah. junket. And I'm like, yeah. YouTubers? It's because an, we're older, and we're yeah. like, what? It's it's a no. whole new world It's a multi-million really dollar is. gig when they get the followers. And then oh, yeah. they have, like, the power to get... And then young people follow them. Like, my kids are on yes. YouTube more than they ever watch TV. Oh, there's five a Five-minute shows that they'll watch. Yeah, they'll make, you know, over $10 million, $12 million a year. I, there's, a, there's a 19-year-old right now, James somebody, who's just been in a... A spat with another YouTuber, and um, yeah, he he was at 19 million uh, subscribers, making him 20 12 million dollars just for the ads. For well, it's that, and he's got product now. He's a makeup artist. He was CoverGirl's oh, first male makeup. Yes, yeah. yes. Well, and it's interesting because we went to a small business plan competition last week with the city of Denver, and it was for youth. And these kids are coming out of high school with they're not lazy. They are on the ball. They know they have um, things that they're creating for us that will change the world. Yeah, my son it's is thirteen amazing. and he has his own business and he invests in the stock market. He has like an E Trade wow. account. What? And my son, even I don't know how to do that. I'm fifty two. Um, I started buying the shoes at Arc for him because he he goes onto an app called Goat, but there are several other apps. Right. Huh. And then Goat verifies the shoe to make sure they're legitimate because you don't want the shoes from China that sometimes are oh. fakes. So um, let's say he, so he's got the app, and then he pl places all his shoes. He gets them very clean. He has special products he uses to make them look brand new. And then, you know, says this is a used Nike, whatever. And wow. some of the Air Jordans and some of the older ones, they go for more because it's like they increase in value because oh, it's yeah. limited edition. Uh, you know, they don't have that many. Right. So anyway, so he places them, and then the person orders them, and then he has like a day or two to he prints the label himself and asks me to drive him over to UPS, and we drop him off. And then he just got a check in the mail from another company he was using. Poshmark. Oh, and yeah. There's another yeah. shoe that a lot of women use that to resell yes. things. And then um, he, so he's got his PayPal set up, and then uh, he, Check him out. yeah. So he I know, he's will got buy, a, his own little business, his own even, little side hustle. Now he even buys brand new shoes, and he'll find out when the drop for a Nike is going to be. And then he gets up early on a Saturday, might do a sleepover with a friend. They get up and they both get on, and they try to get the shoe, which is really hard when they do a drop wow. to get them. Wow, they have and a then, system. Then he waits a few months, and then that one may go up several hundred dollars. I mean, it's risky, you know, wow. because yeah. it may not go up several hundred dollars. But so far, he's been able to make money. They 
they just had the first Denver shoe con, and he went to that, and some of the shoe what? YouTubers were there. What? And then he was in some of their YouTuber videos because they were trying. He had a pair of shoes that was like eight hundred dollars. Oh, he didn't gosh. pay that for them. Wow. I mean, some of them that we. But buy the value used. is. But he knows too when we go to the. He knows when we go to a uh, the Goodwill or to Ark or to a thrift store uh-huh. or the resale, the up, like upscale yep, resale. Yes, yep. right. He knows what they've. Oh, he, oh, that's the Air Force blah 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 such and such such and such. And he came out with those in two thousand sixteen. Holy smokes! Those are stuff. Yeah. So then, well, so anyway, he has a side hustle. Um, I, I would say I have a side hustle because I do two um, uh, radio shows. Yep. Yeah. And then a lot of my radio friends drive for Uber and Lyft because radio has been tougher to make a living. And then I did do speaking on the side as well, and I was doing some commercials on the side. There you go. And I was doing stuff uh, several years back for Channel Four where I would do some of their like. Uh, not infomercials, but like paid commercials yeah. because they call oh, into yes. our hotline, blah, 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 or I do their diabetes campaign or things like that. Yeah. But I kind of toned back on that because that was a lot of extra work. Sure. But when my husband started his startup business, I had 10 W-2s that year. Wow. I had 10, like, wow. and one might just, like, every year in August, I interview all these uh, oil um, uh, presidents of oil companies that come into town for a big oil conference. So yep. that might be one check, you know? Yep. So all these things together then make an income when you oh, yeah. take sure. them all oh, together. Yeah. So, but the side hustle, now we see it with people leasing out their cars, their RVs, right. um, uh, Airbnbs, VRBO, their yes. vacation homes in order to pay for it. Yep. And I've stayed in several of those. And, you know, I'm going to California in uh, a short period of time here we'll we'll be gone for 10 weeks so I had to look for a place to stay so the VRBO and the Airbnb and the home away which those again are just people renting out their homes their own little side hustle Um, you don't know like who you're going to get managing it you might get some nut job I've never had a problem but when you're staying for 10 weeks it's a lot of money right wow so I found two new types of businesses that I found fascinating one is called Zeus and then the one I rented with is called the blue ground and the blue ground has its own app so like if I have a problem with water or I want to pay something or I have a question I just go onto the app and ask and my address is on there my parking is on there directions are on there how to contact them is on there so you have one one company that handles your apartment that you've rented and what they'll do is Barbara let's say you have a condo yeah. And then you're like, you know what? This is get, I, I need to make some money. I'm going to move in with mom, and I'm going to let them rent my condo. They generally rent your condo for two years. They go in. They decorate them all the same. So they I don't mean it. identical, but I mean just really high, yeah. beautiful colors, very modern, very clean, new uh-huh. appliances. They paint your place. They might put in new flooring so that every business person that comes there is like, they, they're assured that they'll have a very nice environment. Wow. And then, so two years, they'd rather rent it for five, but at least two years, and then they make over your whole place, and then they rent it out to me or someone else. But the interesting wow. thing is with VRBO, you pick any week you want. You can go there right. with these new ones, Zeus and Blue Ground. They're only empty for a maximum of eight days. Wow. So you have you, there's your window. And if you don't want that one, then you'll have to get a different one because you hmm. can't just pick a week. That way they can rent it out in big blocks of time. And I found that to be a fascinating, but now with all these apps, (laughs) there's so many ways to do a side hustle. So I want to hear some of your, Eric, you have like three jobs right now. Yeah. You know, and and I don't even think of them as jobs. My, my career, Career. if you will, I I own a PR firm that is designed to get you visible, right? So if you need, uh, uh, you know, more visibility, more customers, more awareness in the, in the marketplace, uh, if you want to be connected to the movers and shakers in your industry, that's what I do. I bring people together. And if you need a new website, because many people in that pursuit require 
uh, a, a fresh a storefront, coat, a fresh coat of paint, right? Yep. They need some new stuff. They need, you know, they, they need just a refreshing, more modern uh, look. So, yeah, I don't so know I, how businesses do it anymore without yeah, a website. It, if you don't well, have a website, yeah, yeah, it's like, there's on. only a handful of people that I think uh, can get away with that. Yeah. Um, um. So there's that. Then, uh, like you mentioned, I've been driving for Lyft for uh, you know almost two years now. And a lot of my um, radio friends do that. Yeah. And it's a uh, here's the thing: as as a side hustle, I don't know any better side hustle than driving really? for one of the rideshare companies. Really? Why? Um, yeah. Well, because. It's instant. You make money today, and oh, you can put it in point. your bank today. Oh, that today. is a good point. Yes. You drive, you get That's paid. That's fantastic. Yeah. And you can push a button, and it's in your bank account in 15 seconds. What? Yeah, it, it's it's nice. Now, wow. I decided mo- most people make ten or twelve to fifteen dollars an hour doing that. Um, you know, and and it's got That's some wear and tear wage. on your cars. It is minimum yeah. wage. Um, but you know, there's there's some things that you can do to increase your salary. And I'll, I'll be very honest with you. Uh, I started a company because I was averaging about forty-five dollars an hour wow. uh, last year. So you were tripling um, and quadrupling. I was tripling the, the average. Yeah. And I started a company online training uh, for for forty-four dollars. I'll teach you for six and a half hours how to make the money I made. Right. And uh, that's been going. I mean, I, I I see a you know trickled in a little bank account from that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And over the last year, I've put some polish on that whole thing, and I, I, I kid you not, I look you straight in the eye and tell you I make $90 an hour driving for Lyft now. Wow. Okay? And uh, so the reality, my reality, is I only drive about five hours a week now. Oh, my goodness. And I bring in over $1,000 a, a month. You know, so, wow. so and that's just bonus cash for me. You know, because it's five hours a week. I'm interested in learning it's, more. It's nothing, <laughs> right? It's, it's nothing. Rideshare yeah. for rockstars.com. Rideshare, okay, rideshare for rockstars.com. And, and you created a side hustle out of the I, side hustle. I did. I did. <laughs> so, so that's a sub, that. sub layer. And then I came out of retirement with the magic thing. And uh, I'm doing I'm doing performances for magic. Well, yeah, I forgot about that. There's a new one I coming know, up. Yeah. It's, uh, it's you build June. websites, PR, yep. uh, Lyft, and then the magic show. And it's a new, it's mind. Uh, no, it's, it's called uh, Completely Mental. Completely Mental. Right. And it's happening uh, June 22nd. It's a Saturday night. 7 p.m. It's $25, and uh, the first the first drink is on me. So I buy your first drink. Uh, it's at Water to Wine in Centennial. And uh, if you don't drink wine, that's okay. Your first drink's still on me. I'll get you whatever you like to drink. Mm-hmm. Um, and Saves you money if you get a water. And, and we're going to have, <laughs> we're going, well, I still pay for it anyways because that's my agreement with the venue, yeah. right? Um, but... I am happy to have you there. And for 25 bucks, where are you going to find somebody who's doing uh, a professional level illusion or magic show? In this case, I'm a mentalist, and this whole thing is all about what's going on. I'm going to stop time. What? I'm going to stop. I'm one of those people that has to see it to believe it. Uh, Then come. You're invited. Okay, when is this? It's the 22nd of June, Saturday night, 7 p.m. June. At Water to Wine. At Water to Wine in Centennial, Colorado. Okay. Yep. Okay. I'll uh, if, you, if, you, if you want tickets, uh, just I'll, I'll have a, a place on my Facebook page by the end of the day, and just go look up for Eric Raymer, R E A M E R. I'm the bald one. 
<laughs> There's another one in Pennsylvania. Oh, there is. Okay. Yeah. yeah uh, I don't talk to him. No, no. He's got a picture with his shirt off. I don't do that. Oh, yeah. Lord. No, no. Uh, he stopped doing that like two or three months ago. Yeah. 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 We had to say, you know, put your shirt on. <laughs> right. Eric. Yeah. So. The Christian shirtless illusionist. Not me. And that's he was a me. pastor. Right. I mean, talk about. Oh, that's right. Thing. So get, give the website again. Uh, for the magic, for the magic show, there is no website okay. yet. Just find me on Facebook. Okay. And then uh, the other one is. And then uh, the rideshare, the rideshare for rockstars.com and then my other company's PR Media. Coach. Okay, so he's reinvented wow. himself from you know yeah. pastor, radio host, illusionist, uh, you know PR guy, um, yes. lift rider, trainer, and Dave has a side hustle now too. I actually which, have three. Okay, come wait, on, man. Wow, wow. Well, let's hear Dave, it. So don't you don't let me forget you uh, because I was going to jump over to Barbara yeah. because he's an example of the male version of what your whole business is about and it's about like that second act like yes. he's had like a seventh act but yes. you know he's like a cat right. you know <laughs> with nine, most, with nine, nine jobs <laughs> most yeah. of those acts came like a year ago <laughs> yes but, yeah but you know i so admire him for you know his uh, creativity and finding other things to do and uh i i and I, it's people like that that inspires me here's the thing and it, others listen yeah. and this is this is going to be your takeaway for the day if it comes to sink or swim, you simply must not know how to sink. Yeah, agreed. Right? I don't know how to sink. We, we, yeah. I'll, I'll dog paddle with Riley. Right? <laughs> She'll be on your back. The little Riley dog oh, is in the pounds. house today. Right? <laughs> but, but it may not be pretty, but we're going to make it happen. Uh, you know, I hear you, and I am in my second act, more like my third or fourth. But, you know, I came from corporate and then started um, a... Uh, a marketing and public relations firm yep. as well, eight years ago. And then last year, I was lost at 52. Well, 51 at the time. You mean lost? And, well, I was lost because I was feeling passionless, bored, uninspired. Um, at times depressed. Yeah, burned out, depressed, yeah. um, all of that. And then, you know, then came this idea to create an event to help other women that were going through what I was doing. And it just so happens when I looked inside that this is what I like to do is connect other people and produce events that connect other people. Right. So for me, my mission was found last summer, and this is what my life is about. But I'm also looking at doing while I'm waiting for this, this company to, to take off because it is a startup, uh, Lupe and I, my business partner, we both have side hustles as well. So I do public relations for companies, one in which is called Talk to the Camera. It's a movie making company for kids. It's so cute. Oh, oh my gosh. Such a, and she's a SAG actress that uh wow. that yeah produces this. So that so does you, this. So, so wait, you take kids. You take kids, the summer camp programs are you take kids and you uh they will learn filmmaking and that video making. Really? Yes, cool. for I would love to do adults. a documentary on my um iPhone. You, no. I want to upgrade to the next and, iPhone. And you so totally I want can. To, and in, I would love to do it on something though, like really like you know, like homeless families or families living in motels. I want to introduce you to the opioid these ladies. crisis, something legit, yeah. like that really, I don't know. Cause I love, I'm fascinated by that world. Yeah. yeah. And what's interesting is they are actually looking at having adult programs because what they're doing now is they're showing kids how to produce. These are kids that, um, opt, it's part of steam in essence. It's the art wow. and steam. So, yes. and technology, if you think yes. about it, you're learning, oh, um, totally. you're learning problem solving and critical thinking and all of this. And so they also want to do this for adults because we want to do this too. Absolutely. We want to have fun. Uh, so anyway, yeah, I have a side act as well, you know, and probably will always, I, I just love 
I love my career and doing things, you know, doing the event planning and then also helping people, you know, with right. their, their businesses. I just can't believe now, like for my radio show, my co-host. want to hear more about for my, uh, Uber. For my morning show, he's in, he's in the Northeast. And so, and then I'll be in California. So we'll yeah. be three hours apart doing a show together oh, wow. for 10 weeks this summer. I mean, we do it every day, ah. but um, we've never actually met and been in the same room. Well, I mean, that is technology. What? You should start walking his way. Technology. He'll start walking yours, and you'll meet under that old Georgia pine. Yeah, we might. Right? <laughs> I mean, maybe Something if we like get that. 100 stations, we'll meet. That's kind of like That's our joke. That's interesting. Yeah, so Dave, let's hear about yeah, your Dave. side hustles. Because, you so, know, a lot of people have to do it to support their families. In the last 10 yes. minutes, he's got another three, so he's got six now. I have, yeah, no, I have, well, four if you count. I, I actually sat at Clement Park a couple weekends ago and played music, and people were throwing money into a hat. Really? That counts. Oh, I love that. Um, I just because people walk around Clement Park. Anyway, um, but I also, uh, I have a podcast business, so I help people create and, and um, produce and edit, and I make the most beautiful podcasts, and I put them on the internet and i i actually is kind of a two-tiered thing because i help people manage their podcasts on the internet but then i also help them create it nice um i actually was commissioned to make um i work with wood and i, I build things what? and i was commissioned to make a um by, by my neighbor to make this tall uh, I, i'm making this um jewelry box that hangs necklaces from it and i'm doing this really cool thing where it looks like a, a resin waterfall Wow. So I do that, and then uh, every wow. I don't do this as often as I used to, but I I bartend at weddings also. So, wow! I think I heard ten. Seriously. Well, then also so he, well, he then makes, here, um, I do this he here. cooks. He makes hot sauces too that he was. Kinda... Oh, you know what? I couldn't ha because of all the regulations and the government regulations as far as that in, in with the food and all that. Yeah. I can't afford it, so basically I make those and. I, I give them away. Yeah, yeah, I give them away for gifts at Christmas and things yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. So. He gave that's them to more. us. They were really good. But I was in the yeah. restaurant business for a really long time. That's where I learned how to cook. I actually uh, went and I, 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 I can make a souffle, things like that. And so I actually was a gourmet chef wow. at one point. Wow. Well, I'm, I'm actually, wow. uh, I'm a little nervous about this, but my kids, they do these TikTok videos. And I don't know if I should turn oh, yeah. off the comments on not the TikTok. I'm letting them do a like family adventure YouTube channel this summer because yeah. we'll be gone on an adventure for 10 weeks and we'll be living in Southern California while my husband opens up an office there and we'll be right across the street from the beach where we can paddleboard. Wow. We're going to go play uh, basketball on Venice Beach where, you know, there's the oh, Muscle be Beach yeah, sure. and um, there are lots of other things that we want to check grounds. out. And um, yeah, I used to live in, in Marina Del Rey. So, but the YouTube campus is there, but you have to have 10,000 followers. Well, I want to see if we can get a tour of the YouTube yes. campus for them. So do a story but about it. I'm going to start there. Um, but their, their actual um, channel, I think I'm going to call um, Faith, Hope, and Rye. Because uh, Riley. Nice. Faith, Hope, and okay. Rye. Yeah. Oh, that's Because cute. I kind of want them all included. But he's kind of, yeah. my son's kind of like, I have my own, like, shoe channel he wants his own thing right yeah. he's want to be embarrassed by his sisters but i'm like look we're gonna be on family adventures like you're part of it like, right if you don't yeah. want your name on there fine we'll just call it faith and hope and their brother who doesn't want to be named <laughs> right you know that's kind of catchy. that's cute yeah. yeah yeah and the unnamed brother wow. and their embarrassed brother faith hope and their embarrassed brother yeah I love it. <laughs> wasn't I there love one it. of the, the during the ozzy osborne tv show wasn't one of his kids wouldn't yes, be on the show amy she wouldn't be Amy a, Osborne. She did not other want. To I didn't even know there was an Amy she Osborne. Is very private. She's yeah. beautiful. Uh, is she, she the oldest? Wanna, 
Yes, I and if you is. find a reluctant uh, participant, it's kind of cool. I've got a Sam the Cooking Guy is a YouTuber, right? And he's got almost a million followers, really? and uh, I watch him all the time. His son uh, Max is the guy behind the camera, but never really wants to be on the camera. But you hear him, and you hear him. Yeah, they talk. Larry, yeah, yeah. Fun. And and Sam and he have this banter back and forth. And, yeah. You know, Max wants everything to be perfect, and Sam's like, just just cook. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah. I fantastic. love YouTube. I have so many channels that I watch. I was watching yeah. one just this morning. Me too. Get me motivated. It's because you're um, trendy. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah, we're starting a channel too. Second yeah. Act Women. Yes. Oh, I love That'll that. That'll be a third hustle. Oh, my goodness. Yes. And a podcast. Side hustle. <laughs> hey, you can go to Angie Austin Radio and find out more about Barbara and what she does if you're a woman who'd like to start your second act. Eric with the magic and the training uh, lift drivers and uh, a PR guy building websites. And then if you're interested in doing a podcast uh, or you'd like to commission Dave for something, goodness hot gracious, if you want hot to, sauce. <laughs> go to AngieAustinRadio.com. And we're always looking for sponsors, too, if you'd like to team up with us. We'll be right back. Good news of Jesus for you in high-definition radio and streaming at 670KLTT.com. This is KLTT Commerce City, Denver. YMCA of the Rockies in Estes Park is an ideal family vacation. Come visit and be inspired by our surroundings. At YMCA of the Rockies, you can fill your days and nights with our fun, family-friendly programs and activities. This summer, YMCA has tons of fun and excitement planned for your family, and soon you can bring the entire family when we introduce our new dog park and dog-friendly activities. Whether you are looking for a harrowing adventure or just a relaxing stroll near Rocky Mountain National Park, YMCA can set you on your way. YMCA of the Rockies is the ideal family vacation located in a stunning environment that helps build healthy minds, bodies, and spirits for all. At the YMCA of the Rockies, we love to provide real bonding experiences for families of all sizes. Go to ymcarockies.org. Fill your next family vacation with fun, exciting, and affordable adventures at YMCA of the Rockies. Go to ymcarockies.org to book your stay today. Hi, it's Angie. Thanks so much for listening to the good news. If you like the good news program and you'd like to support us, we need to partner up with businesses to keep this show going. I'd really like to keep it on the air and I need advertisers in order to do that. And I'd love to partner with you and help you build your business or your website. Maybe you're a nonprofit and you'd like to do an interview and you'd like to donate to us so that we can help you get donations as well. AngieAustinRadio.com. AngieAustinRadio.com. Just click on contact me. I would love to partner up with you. I think this is a great program. We've been on the air for about seven years now, and I think a lot of people have gotten a ray of sunshine and some faith and even a little fun from this program. So if you'd like to support us, please go to AngieAustinRadio.com. We would like to help you build your business or nonprofit as well. AngieAustinRadio.com and click on contact. I'd love to hear from you, and I'd love to help you build your business. Welcome back. Well, raising teenagers can be a little stressful, but it doesn't have to be a horrible experience. 
Who would know better than Ron Welch? He is back. He is an author. He is a professor. He is a therapist. And he's here to help us with raising high school kids. Hi, Ron. Good morning. All right, let's get rolling. The primary challenge with high school kids is what? You know, I think the number one thing parents have to do with their kids is remain in the conversation. And what I mean by that is there's so many other sources of information that adolescents get knowledge from. The parents have to be careful that they don't become the one that the adolescents avoid because they're going to get in trouble or they're not going to have a good response. And so they they get information from everybody else because everybody else is just listening and trying to tell them what they think or whatever. And if the parents aren't careful, they're the ones that are negative or they're the ones that are going to come down on them. And at some point, you have to transition from being completely a parental authority into being someone that the child will actually listen to and pay attention to. Okay, so it's that fine line. You're not friends, and if you're authoritarian, they won't talk to you. So having the conversation, um, is that fine line in between? It is, because a lot of parents today just want to get along with the kids. They're not really wanting to, you know be the authoritarian parents. And then there's a whole other set of parents that are all about trying to get the child to do what they want them to do. Uh And in some cases, somewhere in the middle, like you're talking about that thin line where there is a sense of authority, you have standards that you believe in, you have a a way that you expect a child to behave if they're going to live in your home. But at the other end of the scale, If you're not careful, you end up being only an authority voice and sort of like the cops in a sense. Mm -hmm. You know, the only reason they're going to do what you suggest is because they don't want to get in trouble. Right. And that doesn't work either. So I like what you say, Ron, then after um, being part of the conversation, you say you can't let their peers become the primary voice that they listen to. Very important. How do we go about doing that? Well, there's a point that used to be somewhere in later high school where there's a transition from kids listening to their their parents into listening to their peers. I think that's taking place in early middle school now. That transition oh. is occurring so much earlier because I see 11 and 12-year-olds whose primary authority in terms of what to do are their peers. And I think parents have to understand that they're going to have to adjust to the fact that that's happening much earlier. But all those decisions from from sex to talking about drugs, all those things are happening earlier and earlier. So if you wait until the kid's 16 to have conversations about who's who are you listening to, where are you getting your opinions from, mm-hmm. you're probably a couple years too late. Oh, my goodness. Well, that's good to know. Not, not high school now, uh, uh, early, possibly early middle school, where they start uh, turning to their peers to become the primary voice that they listen to. So um, in terms of uh, the challenge, I think we've kind of covered C, correct? So um, the cha- what's the challenge? The, the biggest challenge is to help them learn how to make decisions rather than to get them to do what you want them to do. So a lot of parents will look at each individual conflict as a challenge where I want them to come in by midnight. So I'm going to set a rule and I want to make certain that my consequence is so significant that they'll do what I want. And so they come in by midnight, but they only do it because they don't want to get in trouble. Mm-hmm. Let me give you an example. So uh, I've got an 18-year-old now, and, and I could say to him, I, would, I want you to be home by this time because that's what I think you need to do. And he'll say, but I get out of work at 1130 when I'm working a shift at Chick-fil-A, and I, I come after that, and all the guys are going out for an hour to hang out because that's when they hang out because they've been working for eight hours. 
And I may look at that and say, well, it's a school night. I want you home, but right after work. So you can... And he'll look at that and say, in my life, I come home, I socialize for an hour, I still got my homework done, I go to sleep, I get up, I get to school, I get everything done. Why isn't that good enough? Right? And if I set up a scenario where I say, if you stay out later and something happens, you're going to have some bad consequences. So I want you home by midnight. You say you want to break the rule and stay out by two. You better enjoy staying out till two because you're going to lose the car for two weeks. Does that make sense? But, yeah, but he gets to choose what happens. It's not up to me to force him to do one thing or the other. That makes he has sense. to learn to make good decisions. Yes, and I like that. I like that idea. We we do a lot of talking at the dinner table, and I think I'm going to introduce, um, you know, what, what would be the best decision in that, you know, in that situation. I make the kids work out problems and problem solve. My husband actually made the kids each clean. Look, they had to clean their three rooms, right? He made all three kids clean each room together, and oh my gosh, I'm like, just separate them. He said, no, I want them to learn how to work together. They mm-hmm. have to learn how to problem solve and work. You know, you have to get along with people in the workplace. So I heard one of them say to the other, you're not a very good worker. You'd probably get fired. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) All right. So getting past adolescence, uh, do what you want them to do. What is this about? The the idea is is if you're not careful, what's going to happen is your primary goal is to have them decide, for instance, not to have sex. So you as parents think, I don't want my kid to have sex. So all of your discussions are about don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. And all they hear from you is, okay, I get it. Your opinion is don't have sex. But what if they go back and forth with their thought processes? They get a girlfriend or a boyfriend. They still don't want to have sex, but they're more tempted to. They're thinking about it. And now they know there's no use talking to you because all you're going to say is don't have sex. Uh What if the conversation were... I really don't want you to have sex, but I understand it's difficult not to, and I want to help you come up with some ways where you can decide what you want to do. Okay. And some parents don't like that because they look at it and they say, I'll do anything in the world. I just don't want to end up having a baby in the house. And so what ends up happening is rather than talking about all of the feelings that people, the kids are having, what what they're going through, the pressures in the relationship, Maybe, maybe they, you you have a daughter and the daughter really doesn't want to have sex, but the guy's putting a lot of pressure on her and she doesn't know how to deal with that. It would be great if you could talk with the child and they were part of the conversation rather than feeling, well, there's no use talking to my parents about sex. They're just going to say, don't do it. And they don't understand what my life is like at all. And teach them to be good decision makers. Ron Welch is back. He is an author. He's a professor. He's a therapist. And he is here to help us with part two of raising high school kids. It's challenging. Uh, So let's talk about some of those challenges. Last week, we went over decision making and how to be part of the conversation of high school kids. Where are we now, Ron? Well, I think there's about five big issues that I keep seeing high school kids run into. As you can imagine, sex is at the top of the list. They seem to have it's not just about whether to have sex or not. It's about whether or not you're going to be in the in crowd. It's about when you talk to your peers, you have to say you've had sex, even if you hadn't. There's a lot of adolescents I work with that they're positive. Well, everybody else is doing it. Well, newsflash, half the kids are lying about it, right? I mean, not all of them are doing it like they say they are, but they all talk about it and they all say they are. And then they end up having this situation where they assume Everybody must do it, so I must. And then they start thinking about peer pressure, and I'm not going to be cool if I. And so all of that conversation about sex is is still a matter of making a decision. 
And some of them really don't think about future consequences. It's interesting, some of the adolescents, I have therapists I work with that work with a lot more adolescents than I do, and a lot of them talk about how many kids still have no idea um, uh, really about the truth about birth control, about the effectiveness of birth control. There are so many myths and fantasies out there, Angie, it's amazing. I mean, we think everybody knows everything about sex these days, and unfortunately, these kids still have a lot of misinformation. And they don't feel like they can ask their parents questions and get straight answers. So I think there's something about making decisions and giving your kids accurate, honest information that is really important. So in these high school challenges in parenting, we've got sex, drugs, social media, homework, and identity issues. And uh, number one under sex, uh, being able to talk about it with your kids and then being able to, um, well, to help them make decisions. Exactly. Exactly. And it really works similar similar to drugs. One of the issues with drugs now, and the reason these, these two issues are kind of closely intertwined is, is, is it's still a matter of looking at consequences. What's going to happen if I do it? What's, you know, what are the consequences from this? And we've got some interesting conversations happening now about drugs because of many states legalizing marijuana. Mm-hmm. And I have adolescents talking to me all the time about the fact and say, well, nobody can tell me pot's bad because everybody says it's legal. It must be fine because the government says it's fine. And they have really confusing thoughts about that when it comes to ecstasy and some of the parties they go to where people are passing around X and saying this is how you this is what makes dancing fun and all this kind of stuff. And and they don't really understand because everyone's telling them these drugs really don't have that bad an effect. Mm-hmm. They get that heroin or cocaine may have a bad effect, but they look at pot or ecstasy and they're like, you know, everybody says it's fine. Why not? So it's causing some difficulty and and, and the media doesn't really help because if you look at some of the media stories about marijuana and so forth, they're basically saying, hey, it's fine. There's no reason not to legalize it. So the message the adolescents get is there's really no reason not to do drugs. Right. And a kid's brain, obviously, still developing. So it's not Absolutely. good for a kid's brain. Absolutely. Social media, um, dating and breaking up on Facebook and text. I'm already seeing fifth graders in my kid's school with smartphones starting to have relationships via text. And uh, I don't know about Facebook, but um, I know kids under 13 are on it. So let's talk social media and cyberbullying as well. Yeah. You know what happens is they're, they're having relationships. They're dating. They're... Um, communicating by Skype all evening when they're home and they're back and forth on their social media sites and they break up and they change their status on their website and or on their their social media site and the relationship never involved a face-to-face meeting even once whoa that's crazy. and you look at that and you think it is it's crazy and yet and yet that's what dating often looks like now and so what happens is the same thing occurs with cyberbullying because People are trying to present themselves in whatever they want to present themselves. So some girl sees a guy dating a girl online. She wants to date that guy. So the best way to do that is to put a bunch of nasty social media stuff on social media about the girl that he's dating. That creates the cyberbullying scenario. The kid breaks up with the girl because of this. Next thing you know, they're dating online and all of that happened without any of them ever meeting each other or certainly talking to each other in the hallways in school. And it's really dangerous because all of these interactions are happening in a fantasy world where there's no reality, there's no personal human interaction, and then they actually get into a relationship at some point, and they have no idea how to do it at all. A fantasy world. It's not even real. All right. um, uh, We've got to wrap up the last two topics, homework and grades, expectations and consequences. Again, we're talking about raising teenagers. 
So I think what happens with homework is you have to ask yourself, when you get to high schoolers, at some point their grades are their own. I still have, uh, as I've been a college professor and teaching at seminary now, I still have parents that call in college trying to change their grades for their kids. That's got to stop. Kids have to take responsibility for their grades and their homework instead of having parents actually call and complain. My wife's a teacher and, you know, I hear stories from her friends and so forth about parents calling in and trying to get grades changed. And at some point in high school, kids have to be responsible for their own work. Absolutely. And last but not least, identity issues. Self-esteem, identity, who am I? All these questions are what high school kids are asking. What's important to me? What are what are the core issues that make me who I am? I think you have to work with your high school kid to help them figure out what their core values are, how they're making decisions, and what they base those decisions on. How do we find you, Ron? My website is transformational-marriage.com. All right. Well, Ron, will be back soon for part two. Thanks, Ron. Thank you. Hi, it's Angie. Hey, do you have a lot of things around your house you want to get rid of? My husband wants me to get rid of anything and everything that is in his way. 303-238-JANE. I love ARC. They help people in our community. Every dollar you spend helps and everything you donate helps. 303-238-JANE. They bring a truck right to my house. I actually have them come every month or two and it is so helpful to get that place cleaned out because you know what? My husband's a lot nicer to me when I donate things and who better to donate to than ARC? 303-238-JANE and arcthrift.org for a location near you if you just want to drop a few things off and do a little shopping. arcthrift.org, shopping with a purpose. I love Arc. Hey, Angie Austin. Well, you know, this time of year when many people need to get a gift for mom, dad, and the grad, we have a lot of ideas and gifts to choose from. I get a little overwhelmed sometimes. And we have help today from the gift card girlfriend, Shelly Hunter. Welcome, Shelly. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. All right. So it gets a little hectic. So do you have any gift suggestions to make things a little easier, but also maybe a little budget friendly? Yes, I do. You know what? There is a great new gift card available this year. It's called Happy Cards. And the reason I like these cards is that each one is usable at a variety of stores and restaurants within a particular theme. So you're thinking about graduation. There is a Happy Student card, and it is usable at Dell and Bed Bath & Beyond, Burger King, American Eagle, and other places that students would enjoy. Or Father's Day. There's a Happy Guy gift card. It's usable at Home Depot, Buffalo Wild Wings, Dell, AutoZone, and some other stores and restaurants that men traditionally would enjoy. So instead of stressing about what gift to buy or even what gift card to buy, you can try these new happy cards, and the recipient gets lots of choices, but the great news is there's no fees and there's no expiration, so you get your full money's worth when you buy these gift cards. I love that idea because whether you want food or a candle or, you know, a bottle of lotion or whatever, you've got lots of different choices there, and that obviously makes a great gift card. Uh, what else makes a great gift card? Well, I think it's important to have a little personalization. So we know people love to receive gift cards. Studies have shown that like up to 87% of people are thrilled to receive a gift card. So we know they want them. But to make it a little personal, I like to add something that that the recipient can enjoy immediately. So maybe that is a homemade dessert. Maybe that is 
you know, a favorite treat of theirs or, you know, a staple item that they just are always going to be replenishing in their home. With these happy cards, you can get, you know, dad, a happy guy gift card. And you can even just write the words that says, hey, dad, I know you've tried your whole life to make us kids happy and we really appreciate it. So the right words, a little personal touch makes even the most convenient gift card feel like a really personal gift. That's a good idea because I've noticed, um, like I like to get, I got once a cherry pie when they came into my studio and they brought uh-huh. a pie and I was like, oh my gosh, and my family loved it. And so I think that's kind of a fun thing. That'd yeah. be fun to include with the gift card, a pie, and then a personal note, as you said, as well. Right. You know, those those little touches, we know the gift cards are so convenient, but they can't be enjoyed in the moment usually, right? So it's just a little something that, that makes that presentation feel good for both of you. All right. Anything we should be careful about when giving the gift cards? I love the idea of adding something personal, maybe something edible, a nice note and the gift card. But what should we be leery of or wary of? Well, I think it's important to think about how much money you're going to spend on the gift card. So if you only have $20 to spend, that's fine. Don't ever break your budget because somebody's going to know how much you spent. But just make sure you pick a gift card that's usable with that dollar amount. So the Happy Bites gift card, that one's usable at like Panera and Jamba Juice and places that $20 can go far. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't buy a high-end fashion gift card if I'm only going to give somebody $20 because then it's more like a coupon than a gift. Mm-hmm. And that wouldn't, you know, wouldn't be quite the experience I want that person to have. Right. Or like a really expensive steak restaurant, $20 might get you your, you know, baked right. potato. <laughs> exactly. And they're not going to use it. You know, a lot of people will not use a gift card if they have to spend a great deal more of their own money. That's a good point. That's a good point. All right. What about, um, you know, where to go? Where's a good place to go to get these gift cards and others? So all of the happy cards that we've talked about are available on giftcards.com as well as just hundreds of other gift cards. And my one of my favorite gift cards to give is a custom Visa gift card that you can put your own image on. Those are all available at giftcards.com. You can also go to grocery stores. All of the grocery stores across the country are going to carry these happy cards. And they're a nice, big, colorful display that you just can't miss. Well, that's easy because that's where I usually buy mine too at the grocery store. So then you don't even have to go online and order it. You're just there getting your groceries and you find the happy card display and grab one. And I like the idea that we can use it in so many different places. Thank you so much. Great info, Shelly. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to this uh, sponsored interview. I, I appreciate you very much. Uh, when we team up with partners like this, it really helps keep our show on the air and you as well help keep our show on the air. So thank you for supporting the good news. Thanks for listening to The Good News with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at angieaustinradio.com.